gonna get right to it. We're not gonna waste no time. I would love to introduce to the audience Lady M. You know, it's been a long time. We get a lot of females that got something to say, and we here. We here to listen. So, Lady M, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you. And or we can go right into the questions. Welcome, Lady M. Thank you, Trey. Yeah. Thank you, Dub. Thank you guys for having me. My name is Mo, otherwise known as Lady M. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, yeah. I, it's a pleasure to be graced in the presence of two oh. kings. So we'll keep this. thank you, thank <laughs> you. Like it all right. right now, right now, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we, we kings right now. Yeah, right, right now. now, yeah, right now. So. By now, hopefully y'all have already heard, you know, the first love and hate with Ivan the Barber and, and, and Mr. T by now. And, and whatever your feelings about that was, you know, make sure y'all let us know. But right now we got a lady on to represent. And we're going to start off with the same question that we started off with them. Right. Real, real easy, slow question. So the first question is what were so your views on relationships? Right. What mm-hmm. were you think your biggest influences were? As far as your views on relationships, whether, you know, like I said in the last, whether it was your parents, grandparents, friends, your own experiences, uh-huh. what what do you think the views you have in relationships, your biggest influences were? So first, let me let me just start by saying the comments and in, 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 in my opinion are that of Lady M, you know, and I'm not speaking <laughs> on behalf of certain of a certain party. So, right. you know, I just want to give that disclaimer first. Three ladies, I love it. You know, if you disagree, love it too, because we we all, we don't have to agree on that thing. But right. um, I would say my, my biggest influence in relationships. So, I mean, it, it, it does come partly from my parents. Um, I mean, yeah, it would, it, it, it would definitely be my parents, but as I've, as I've grown into a woman and as I've become a woman, I've also looked at, because I'm not married, you know, I'm single. Um, so I also look at, you know, my friends' relationships, their marriages. And so that does, as a woman, you know, growing up, you know, that does have, um, that does have an influence as well. Yeah. But I, I would definitely say, you know, my parents, mother, um, and my stepdad, you know, my mother, my biological father, they, you know, they never married or anything like that. So, you know, as far as being a male figure, it would definitely have been through my stepdad <clears throat> um, okay. and, and their marriage. So, so yeah, those, those, cool. those are my biggest influences right now. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I, I, I kind of think that most people are influenced by like their parents in some way, shape or form. No matter what that is, whether it be good or bad, right? No matter what it looks like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what would you say from from your perspective, like being where the black family is, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and statistics showing that the African American household is probably the largest single parent household of all demographics, right? Um, like, what role do you think men played in that? And mm-hmm. what role and what role do you think women played in that? Not necessarily like who played the biggest, the worst, mm-hmm. or, the, or the worser, but what role do you think men played in that you know situation? And what role do you think women played in that situation? That's a that's a good question, and um, you know, I think it's, it's it's really unfortunate for our culture. Um, 
how 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 big the the, the single family dynamic is, right? And yeah. so I think that both parties play play a role, right? I think first of all, before I even say both parties, let's go back. I think that even before both parties played a role, I think that you know slavery and 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 all of that divided us as a family, right? You know, in some form, it, it kept us together, mm-hmm. and then segregation and all that. You know, take it back a little bit, and then the mass incarceration of our black men. I think that that's where the divide started, right? So let's say I'm born in 79, right? So, you know, mid to late 70s, early 80s, mid 80s, it's kind of where you start seeing the shift of the households, right? So mm-hmm. one is it's fucked up. Oh, can I cuss? All right, because yep. I, I, I got a little Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think it's fucked up for us as a culture that, you know, our divide and not really with us. You know, we were divided by a whole different, you know, a whole different culture when they started to lock up our, our black men, right? Our black kings, right? Because once they started, lo- once they started looking up for just pay shit, like having a drug addiction, right? You know what I'm saying? And in the 80s, a lot, I know a lot of our men were incarcerated for having a drug addiction or yeah. selling drugs and you know selling drugs they we were trying to provide a way you know make money or they were trying to provide a way to make money for their families right you know mm-hmm. the, the the crack epidemic hit a lot of families real hard m- mothers and fathers mm-hmm. and so but unfortunately a lot of our men took the brunt of it and, and been locked up for years behind that shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. the, the divide started with that, right? Right. Yeah. And then and then and this and this again, this is just my opinion. And then what happened after that, right? So now the women left, we're left to to take care of the household. We gotta hold shit down. We gotta take care of the kids. We gotta work. So now we in grind mode, we in beast mode because we surviving right. like a motherfucker out here. You know what right. I'm saying? So yeah. whether that means we we gotta work four or five jobs, we gotta mm. do what we gotta do because these kids gotta eat, we gotta put clothes on their back. Then nine times and it's not just our families we looking after, we might looking after nieces and nephews and shit, because our, our sisters and brothers got, you know. So it's it it doesn't it doesn't start with the man and the woman. It, it definitely yes. ends with us, but it doesn't start. With us. And that's not an it's not an excuse. It's not an excuse, but it is it is somewhat right. So yeah. then what happens is now us as the women we're having to take on both roles. So now we got to be the man, we got to be the woman because we got sons we got to raise, right? So we don't we we don't want ourselves going out here like selling drugs, getting locked up, you know, following behind or not even following behind, but getting caught up in the same shit that maybe their father got caught up in, right? So yeah. we want we want to we want to be able to make sure our daughters graduate being pregnant at fucking sixteen years old. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah. so these mm-hmm. these are goals that we have, but then what happens is now that us as black women, right? And, and I specify black women because we got the fucked up shitty side of the stick, right? So listen, so us as black women, now we have to be the mother and the father, but guess what? We still got to work like, the, like we the man and the fucking woman. So then what happens? The kids are what neglected. 
Because we at work all fucking day. So the mm. kids like the kids, they going home from school. They might got to take care of their other little siblings. They might got to prepare a fucking meal until I get off of work at 11 o'clock at night. How am I being an influence my kids when I'm working two, three jobs? Just the whole shit down. Then you, so then you go into it now, right? Where, okay, we kind of get past that hurdle, but it's still, it's still a little difficult for our black men to kind of get really what we consider jobs, right? And now when they do get the lay it's like, okay, well, now, you know, you want to come in the household and you want to say, okay, well, now I'm, I'm here and I'm going to do this. But the women, we've been holding the shit down for so long. We like, well, shit, we so accustomed to this. Like, so how you just want to come in and try to change the shit up? So then mm. now we are the uh, we, now we are the men. Now they're like, oh, you want to be a man. So then we go we go back into that dynamic of you a woman who want to be a man. Well, nigga, I don't want to be the fucking man. I had to be fucking man. Like, the fuck? You, like, I, I, you think I want to do this shit? Yeah, that's a hell of a response. <laughs> hell of a response. So this is the next question I got for you, or, or we have for you. What do women need from men today? <laughs> what do women need from men today? What do women need the um, most from men? I think the most we need is support, right? And... And and again, I'm I'm speaking for myself, and I'm right. I'm speaking for some of my sisters. Some of my sisters say we need the fucking money, right? Yeah. Right. Some <laughs> of my sisters say we need the time, and some of my sisters say we need the support. And for me, I feel like we need the support. I think that we have to learn, and I, I and I don't know how this is going to happen. I feel like we have these conversations so many times, okay. and nobody's fucking getting it right yeah. and i think that yeah. we we just so we just so ready to battle each other for fucking what like yeah. shit don't make no sense so but right. I, I would say that from my brothers we need we definitely need support like mm-hmm. I, I i just feel like you know as a woman as a and i and i'm going to stress this very hard yeah. as a black woman and and i know my brothers i know y'all fight for a lot of shit too right but the black woman in the workplace, we got to fight for so much. It's just so fucking hard. Like a white woman could come. She could get an executive executive job, right? The bitch could have a high school diploma. We damn near, we got to have a doctorate's degree. And yeah. then once we show the doctorate's degree, we got to show why or how we got the doctorate's degree. So now, you know, we got to kind of like grab our nuts. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when we have when we have men, we don't want to battle with y'all. We don't we don't want to have a, a nut show with y'all because we don't have nuts. You get what I'm saying? Like we don't have a dick. We don't want to act like we have a dick. We want we want y'all support. End of the day, and what that what that looks like is, it looks like if we're in a household together with our kids, and both of us are working a full time job, it's not me working a full time job and then I'm rushing home to get the kids prepared to dinner. Take a, a walk, clean the kids up. It's a fucking, it's a give and take. And I feel like some people get it, some people don't get it. Like the shit is a balance. We everybody got something going on. We all got, you know, goals we want to reach, careers we, you know, careers that we're in. So it's right. a, it's definitely a give and take. And so when I support 
that shit is support because money come and go. Let me tell you, a nigga could yep. have a million dollars a day and that shit could be gone tomorrow because the nigga lose his job or something. You get what I'm saying? Right. So at I the do. end of the day, now we got to come together as a couple to see how we're going to get this money back. You get what I'm saying? So I do. for me, I would say, I would definitely say support. You know, some people say money is everything. But what happens so, when money goes? If I'm, if I'm hearing you right, so a man coming home and seeing where there are gaps in what needs to be done around the house, mm-hmm. what needs to be done with the kids, knowing that mm-hmm. the, you know, the knowing the kids get baths at 630, knowing they go to bed at eight, knowing the dishes mm-hmm. get washed, knowing the food needs to be cooked, knowing all these things that happen in the house. Right. And, and, and choosing either, either, choosing. uh, either, uh, on purpose or blindly, right. Mm-hmm. Not, not seeing that he could do more in the house. To, to help keep the household moving forward in a world or machine and not solely depend on the woman to do those things. Yeah. And I, because I think because it's because we're not, we're not. And yes, to answer your question. Yes. You okay. um, reiterated that correctly. So, right. You summarized that up very, very, very good. And, and I think that, you know, we're not back in a long, long time days ago. Like we're not right. back there no more. You get what I'm saying? And I think that, it's very important that that both parties understand that. And when a man, and this is the thing, this is the thing that niggas don't be understanding. Well, my brother, right? This is the thing that y'all don't understand. When y'all do that, man, pussies get wet. When you walk through the door, it's it. Let's go. You get what I'm saying? Because it's like, you know, it's like I probably had I had a stressful day at work, battling these fucking white people and shit, like. You, you don't you don't understand, right? So then I come home and I gotta be fucking superwoman. I don't yeah. want to be superwoman all the time. I want to take the fucking cape off, nigga. Help yeah. me out a little bit. You right. know what I'm saying? And I'm okay. not saying gotta Makes do sense. everything, but so okay. so in that regard, mm-hmm. Lady M, and when you talk about that support and you talk about men coming in and making sure that he is showing and providing, not necessarily financially, but Mm -hmm. showing that, providing that support to help his significant other have a better day, processes, whatever it may, cooking, cleaning, whatever it may be, helping Mm -hmm. her get through and making sure that she doesn't have to always be stressed out because she had a tough day at work because she got to go prove herself at work. And then mm-hmm. the, you, she comes home and then the man has to, the man is expecting her to have a hot meal on the table and she got to, mm-hmm. she got to make sure the kids are good. Then she got to do the homework for the kids. And he's mm-hmm. just, and he's just chilling or, 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 or having a good time. Right. Right. That, right. that is, a problem, right? That's definitely a right. problem. But I want to I want to ask you if what about those men who come into those situations and mm-hmm. they have and there's a battle between when it, do do you understand what I'm saying? Like there's a a the, the let's say the man wants to come in. Some men will want to come in and they will want oh. to not only take care of your bills, make sure dinner is cooked, mm-hmm. do those things, get involved with the kids, whether they're his kids or not. Some people 
may not feel comfortable with a man coming in. So mm-hmm. my question is, how do you, in your opinion, how do you get that woman to kind of allow the, I always have this saying, allow the man to fix it. Allow the man to address the issues that you're having throughout your day or throughout your, you know, whatever the situation is. Because a lot of times I find it, I find it very ironic is that the men don't know about some of the things you just talked about. Um, I think, I think it's communication. Right. And I think that, Mm -hmm. I think that's, I think we all lack that. Right. And I think that that comes with a, a level of maturity. And I think it comes for women, it comes with a level of trust. Because remember, right? Remember when, remember, let's go back when I said we were left to take care mm-hmm. of the household, the women were, right? right? And it's not, mm-hmm. and initially it didn't start, it didn't start because the men didn't want to do it because y'all were doing it, y'all was providing. Y'all was holding down. We was at home. We was taking care of the kids. We was doing the homework. You know, the house was clean. Y'all would come home. Y'all got the big fucking piece of chicken. You get what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) You get what I'm saying? You got fed first for these raggedy ass kids. You get what I'm saying? So y'all was holding it down. And then some fucked up shit happened when now all y'all being locked up, y'all just disappearing, right? And it's not because y'all want to disappear. It's because these niggas locking y'all up left and right for petty ass shit. So it left generations of women to do that shit on their own. So now when a nigga come in and he want to take that from us, right? So now we got to think like, if I give you all this, niggas, you going to be gone tomorrow? Like, how long you how long you gonna be here? Cause y'all motherfuckers right. dis- disappearing now, and it ain't because of no nobody else. That's y'all want right. to fucking leave. Right. <laughs> so yeah. it's like so I told it, you we won't go be kings for yeah. long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that king shit went out the door, didn't it? Quick. Y'all still king. Y'all my nigga. No, we love. I feel what you're saying though. It boils boils down to a level of trust on women. And we do have to, yeah. Yeah, I think I think what I'm hearing hearing you say is that it's a it's a difference between a man coming into a woman's life and showing her that you can trust me, I can handle these things, you can relax Mm -hmm. when I'm around. Like, you know, I'll provide, I'll do these things. That's one thing. The other side of that is a guy coming into the role and just saying, you need to relinquish these things to me because I'm a man. Mm-hmm. And, and he hasn't quite, he hasn't really earned the trust. He hasn't shown that he can handle it. He hasn't shown that mm-hmm. he can be some type of support. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and, and I get it because women have to do it regardless. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like right. if, it, if, yeah. if 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 a dude step off or or whatever move he make, she has to right. she has to do what she has to do regardless. Right, right, right. And then you and got like, relationships, and then you have relationships with the, with the kids. That's that's a critical piece. If the woman can't trust the man to be consistent and reliable, her him going to pick her child up every day 
may not be something she's going to be comfortable with until he's shown that he's reliable because that relationship will start. And then that child will expect that person to be there. They, they don't, they don't have time to understand what a re- what what the relationships look like they're going to be hoping that that person that man is is, is going to be there every day yeah and granted like like lady m said you know people change their mind all the time you can change your mind tomorrow and be gone so yeah. mm-hmm. there there is a risk there is a risk involved there, you know there is a risk and and not to cut you off but that's one of the points like i really want my brothers to understand that you get what i'm saying so like Before you even step to a woman, right, kind of know what your intentions are. You get what I'm saying? Because if you just want to fuck, if you just want to go out or whatever the case is, you got to know what your intentions are before you you even step to the woman, before you even ask what the fuck her name is, right? Because if you just want to fuck, like, you could go. You could go get a prostitute. You get what I'm saying? Like you right. can, there's women out there that's that's for that. Yeah. Like that's their job. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, but mm-hmm. when you when you step into a woman, and usually y'all not stupid, right? My brother, y'all very, y'all are y'all so smart. Y'all so smart. <laughs> you is smart. You is smart. You is important. So y'all are so smart. Little man, man. And so when you mm-hmm. look at a woman. You could usually tell the caliber of a woman when you look at her, right? And nine times out of ten, when you're looking at a black woman, about 80% of us, well, we could say like 75%, we got our shit together. And, you know, I'm going to drag our nuts for a little bit, right? We got <laughs> our shit together. So when, when, you, when you step into us, you already know you kind of know what you need to do. Oh, she looked like she need, you know, I'm going to have to buy her a drink. I'm going to take her out on a date. So if you already know these things and you're not ready for that, go ahead and talk with the, uh, go ahead and talk to the other 20%, 25%. You get what I'm saying? Like you got to know, you got to know where you at and what you want before you start talking to a woman, you know, with a different caliber. Cause once I bring you around my kids, right. And and that's something mm-hmm. I don't do. I have, a, I have a seven-year-old son and I have a daughter who's in college. Since my daughter was was young, I don't I don't bring niggas around my children because mm-hmm. y'all don't know what the fuck y'all want. You get what I'm saying? One minute you want something, mm-hmm. one minute you want something else. And I get it. It's a lot, of, it's a lot of pretty females out here. It's a lot mm-hmm. of bad bitches out here. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's hard, right? It's hard for what these bitches want from a nigga. Like it's hard, right? <laughs> right, right. So it's hard for y'all. I get shit. But that is not my motherfucking problem. Right. You get what right. I'm saying? So back to the question, when you when when you when you bring in somebody in your space and you bring in someone around your kids. It's hard to relinquish that control. It's hard to relinquish that trust because you don't know this nigga going to say, you know what? I saw a bitch down the street with a big ass and yeah, that's the route I'm going this week. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think, I I think that's, 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 that, pay, that pays the part. I do. That's a good response for people to hear. So. It is. So let me ask you this. What can women do? Mm-hmm. And I know I'm not asking you to speak for all women. 
But I can't. Th- th- so th- this is the only way I can kind of phrase this question. Okay. What can women do to weed out that type of man that you're fearing bringing home to your kids and he roll out? What does it take to make sure that that is not the dude that you are dealing with? You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, yes. you, you, you only learn that through time and, and through experiences with, with, these, mm-hmm. with, with each person individually. Right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. So, so, what, so what can women do to make sure that that guy leaves you alone before the time comes when you do allow him into that space? Like, are there things you can do to weed right. those dudes out of your life? Or out of your mm-hmm. space to make room for the guys who are for real about you. Because while you wasting your yeah, time what, with, yeah. with, mm-hmm. with you know, the boo boo the fool dude, it's mm-hmm. a real dude that you know who walked by like, oh, she with her dude. Mm-hmm. And to piggyback over that, not only p- what advice can you give them, um, Lady M, but mm-hmm. how to recognize it, how to recognize that guy. You know, what advice can you do? What what advice, like Dub said, what advice can you to weed out that that guy? But mm-hmm. what advice can you provide to recognize the guy that's actually him? So I, I think I think one it, it comes with a level again of, of maturity. It comes with experience, right? And this was my thing. Like, I've never been an avid dater, right? I've never been like a, a female who dates a diff- different types of guys. Like, I've been in relationship. I've been in a relationship for fifteen years, and then another one for about six plus. You know what I'm saying? So then I started to kind of get myself out there and date around. And I think that number one, it's very important for my ladies to have that that stage in their life where they're dating different types of men, right? And not just the same type of guy, you know, different types of men. If that's a different nationality for you, whatever it is, you know, there are differences because then within the differences, you know what you want, you know what you don't want, you know what you're looking for, you know, you know, you kind of, you could kind of gain your experience. Like it's, it's like, Working a fucking job, right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's like working a job. When you work different jobs, you gain different experiences, right? right? Mm-hmm. So I think I think it is one. It's it's based on it's based on the experience. And so what I've learned as I've gotten older, I'm 45. I don't look 45. I look like I'm in my early fucking thirties, right? Mm. <laughs> but, but I've gained a level of experience, and I think as women we get so wrapped up and we get so enamored very quickly with men, especially if they have charisma and they fine and they know how to talk and they, you know. And so what 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 I would say is, if he's not giving you the same energy you giving him, you know how to cut, you got to cut that shit off. Sometimes it's hard. I'm going to tell you, and then especially if sex is in the play, like <laughs> if the dick is good, it's very hard. It's Hello. very, very hard. But <laughs> as I get older, I, I have to understand, dick is, I mean, dick ain't dick, but dick. You get what I'm saying? Like, 
And so that part, you gotta, you gotta take that the sex out of the equation. And you gotta like very early on, if if the niggas like if you call, if you texting or calling the nigga and the nigga ain't responding, if he respond like eight hours later, that nigga's entertaining somebody else. That or he may just don't have time for you. That ain't what you looking for. Cause Nick, you want a nigga that got time. So why are you wasting your so you're so you're doing it to yourself? And I, I mean I've I've done it myself. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. you think, you know, well, he'll come around. Yeah, or not. I think guys are very kind of black and whitish, right? So they're going to tell you by their actions up front what they want and what they don't want. Even if their mouth say something different. Even right. if they say, no, I want you to be my lady, but nigga, I don't hear from you for three days. How that? How is that? Right. I think that we have to, we have to be, become very strict in what, in what we allow you get what I'm saying? And there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that, again, we need to we need to date. And just because we're dating multiple men doesn't mean that we're having sex with multiple men. But you're dating multiple people because you're you're figuring out what you want. Mm-hmm. And a guy just might have something. And you might be like, damn, I never knew I needed that. And you right. need that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you need that. So... It's a level of if the guy is is giving you the same energy that you giving him, that's what you want. If the guy's not giving you that same energy, he don't want it right now, sis. It's yeah. okay. Because at the end of the day, he may come around, he may not. But I think that it, 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 it there's a level of maturity and security that we have to have within ourselves to say, if he don't come around this month, next month, two years from now, three years from now, I'm good. You get what I'm saying? So I think that's how, I think that's one of the ways that, you know, we as women, we can avoid bringing the type of men into our Mm -hmm. lives. Like their actions say a lot. And I, you know, we, we've heard this before. This is not anything new, anything new that I'm saying. So we've heard this before. It's, it's, it's pretty much us learning the lessons though. We got to learn, we got to learn lessons. We we'll see. I'm telling you, we we'll see a nigga, and you know, we like, oh my god, he said this, and I, I, it just, you know. But man, listen, niggas got game. Like yeah. they they know how to spit that shit right. too. Well, then what happens I, is later on, they can't be who they not for so long. So then later on, you'll see, you see that he ain't who he is. You right. get what I'm saying? And so right. then. It's up to you at that point to say, "All right, let me move on." So. Yeah, uh, it's uh, so we're, we're hearing you say that. Mm-hmm. So I know it, it's something that me and Trey have talked about. I don't know if we talked about it on an episode or not, but you've heard the homage or, or the saying that that men are men are hunters, right? And if that's true, then mm-hmm. women are the prey. Correct. Now, let's say that, right? Right. Um, any mammal that hunts studies its prey. It knows your habits. Mm-hmm. It knows how to sneak up on you. It knows to ensure you don't see him coming. And it, it, it ensures to make to know what, like when you're comfortable, how to put you in, in a confident environment. It knows where your mm-hmm. confident environments are. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. if you if you believe in that adage that, you know, men are hunters and women are the prey. Mm-hmm. That, that is why certain men understand what it takes to get women who aren't paying attention to certain things. Right. You know what I'm saying? 
I know. And, 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 and it's only those, um, again, I'm going to go back to that uh, animal sort of represent, you know, representation. It's only mm-hmm. those particular ones that know what to look for that don't get caught. Mm-hmm. They, they don't get eaten up. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so ladies, I, I hope, I hope y'all listening, make sure you paying attention. Don't fall for the, for the representative. I think that's what we always call them. Right. Trade the, right. Representative. Yeah, the, the yeah, representative. All for the representative, man. And ladies, ladies, listen, do your fucking background checks. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like on some real shit, especially, especially if you have children, but even if you don't have children, if you out here, you single, you living on your own, Definitely. follow up with that shit. Mm. Go get a motherfucking job. What's the first thing they do? Yeah. They check background. your fucking background. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Check, do them background checks. Because at the end of the day, we have to make sure that we're safe and we're protecting our our, our cubs and you know, right. you know, so we so you just gotta know who you're dealing with because niggas will say anything. They know how to get you, they say that. No, nah, I ain't married. No, nah, I ain't. <laughs> Nigga got a whole wife. Nah, real life facts. This is right, nigga got two wives. Nigga got a whole wife. Nigga got a whole wife at home. We got three wives. Bro, you married Kids and shit. Had a big ass motherfucking single family house. Living six minutes from you and shit. Oh yeah. We got something to say to take your six mother. What's up? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like the fuck. So that's why I'm saying, ladies, please yeah. do your background checks. Know who you date and know who you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, know who you who you're with. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, I tell my daughters, I tell my sons that, fellas, you could right. do it too. You get yeah. what I'm saying? I think that at oh, this yeah. point, you do it. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The the day yeah. the times that we're living in right now, like you can't just take anybody word for shit. Right. True. You got you got to follow up and follow through on some shit. And actions speak louder than words always. And actions, uh, action speaks. Oh my God. You can't get around that. You can't get around time. You can't get around, you know, acts of service. You can't, you can't get around those things. You know, Mm -hmm. those things don't, you don't need to, you don't have to explain. People should recognize it, but then people, people neglect it as well. So, yeah. But you, you, you said it, you said it, you, and, and a nigga, a nigga ain't never too busy. So if a nigga be like, you know, boo, I ain't hit you back. I've been busy. You ain't, nigga. It's been two weeks. You ain't getting no time in two weeks. Listen, the M say, get the fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. A nigga's never too busy. Never too busy. Right. You make time for what you want. You make time for what you want. You make time. Hope y'all ladies are listening out there. So I'm gonna flip that question. From from your perspective, what mm-hmm. do you think? What do you think men need from women? Mm. Mm. And, and, you know, and, and and that's not a and that's not a like, you know, what you bring to the table kind of question. One of those, right? You know, in your face, what what you bring to the table? One of them damn right. questions. It's not that, but right. you know, and, and what what do you think men need from women? <laughs> so first, um, let me say this. I don't think men even know what they need from women, right? <laughs> so I'm gonna say that, but then, but then let me, let me, let me, let me say this. I, I, don't, I don't think y'all know what y'all, what y'all need, but I think as a woman, I think what we could provide, right, 
we can learn how to listen a little bit more. We can learn how to not assume. And if we do get to the stage where we're assuming, right, or we're overanalyzing some shit, mm-hmm. I think it's good for us to ask questions so that we could gain clarity instead of running off with what we, you know, the, the, the scenario that we've conjured in our heads, right? Right, right. I think to say what do men want from women, from women, men can say, men say, oh, we just simple. We just want sex, good food, and whatever. I, I mean, okay, but no, I don't think so. You think because it's more? I, I think it's more. And I think, and, and this is the thing, I think it changes, right? Mm-hmm. It does. So I think what, what, a, what a nigga want from a woman right now he may not want the same thing from her three months from now, six months from now. It may be something different. Now he wants a little bit more. You know what right. I'm saying? So right. now I just want a good home-cooked meal and I want head every day. All right. right so every day I'm cooking your food and I'm giving you head. <laughs> right? And I'm I'm, I'm on Pornhub because I'm yeah. looking at all the different techniques and shit. For the head, <laughs> not the gag, all that shit. Right? All right, so I'm mastering my craft. Okay? Mastering the craft. She I'm, keeping I'm him happy. Trying keep, I'm trying you to keep, keep this you, nigga you, happy, you, you right? Keeping him happy. Keeping him happy. Then, four months later, baby, you know what? I think we should have like a threesome or something. Oh, now this nigga, <laughs> now this nigga want another pussy. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, 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 he want to, no, he want to pocket. Yeah, I thought you just wanted head and spaghetti. Two months ago. Now, now you are hair spaghetti and another pussy oh, at the same God. time. So <laughs> I say that and say, y'all niggas don't know what the fuck y'all want. Period. So look, I'll mm. say this. All right. To the point of that changing, right? That's mm-hmm. facts. But that's, that's but 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 that's a that's a people thing. So yeah. so you so you said you you 45, right? You don't I'm want 45. the same things that you did when you was 30. No, right now, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Whether Mm -hmm. it's physically, emotionally, Mm -hmm. monetarily, whatever it is, you want Mm -hmm. something completely different than you did maybe even five years ago. Right. So, Mm -hmm. so that's going to happen. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, like, like people going to want something different. Mm -hmm. You know, baby, I I liked it like that, you know, three years ago now, eh, over it. Right. Something new. Right. Right. Um, But, uh, yeah, I, de- I definitely think you 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 hit the mark with the communication thing and 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 I'm I'm gonna say getting out of your own head. You know yeah. that might not sound right, but you know what I'm saying. I think that I think that was on point. And and, uh, and and I think I think why a lot of times you know us as women we're we're in our head a lot. It's just because. As women, we, again, we're not we're not the hunters. We you know we're the prey, and so. Once we're hunted and we have what we want, we we really want to keep that. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Like we really want to value that. We really want to keep that. We want to make that shit happy. We want to mm-hmm. make it work, whatever mm-hmm. that whatever that looks like, right? Yeah. And so it's like because there is so much temptation, there's so there's so many distractions, whether it be you know social media, whether it be like anything. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's just so many distractions. And so a, as a woman, y'all niggas don't know how much pressure that it is. Like, you know, we got to make sure we in the gym because y'all could go on Instagram and look at fat asses all day long. 
niggas ain't swinging their dicks on Instagram. You get what I'm saying? Like, niggas don't have their dicks out just swinging it. You know what I'm saying? Bitches got their ass out. You get what I'm saying? It's a lot of temptation. And then, and when you love someone, like you really, really love someone, you want to do whatever it takes to make that shit work, especially if it's something good. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And not relationships aren't perfect. Right. But if it's something worth having, you want to make, you want to do what you need to do to make that shit work. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's, that's why I say it's just like, it's, it's so much pressure on a woman. Cause it's like, damn, well, my nigga looking at her ass. Do that mean he want to fuck her? Like, do he think, <laughs> does he, do he think she's sexy? I mean, shit, let me get my ass in this fucking gym. Let me put this fucking thong on. Let me right. change my hair blonde. What do, right. Like, that's why I say, and so, and again, that is another, that's another example of women overthinking a situation. Because mm-hmm. a nigga just could just be looking at her ass like, damn, that's, she just got a fat ass. Right. But, I mean, my bitch at home and she look good as shit. You get what yeah. I'm saying? That's yeah. another, that's another example. So, of, 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 tell me if I'm wrong. I think, mm-hmm. I think that the biggest threat to women who are trying to keep their man are mm-hmm. other women. And I'm yeah. not talking about, and I'm not talking about other women who are like trying to force him to cheat and trying mm-hmm. to distract. Them. I'm talking about other women telling her, like, like you don't need that nigga, you don't need him. You could do mm-hmm. this shit by yourself. You don't have to deal with his shit. You don't have to deal with that. In the reality mm-hmm. of, if we agree that all relationships have I- issues, all relationships go through shit, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I think the biggest threat to that are the women who are telling other women mm-hmm. what they should and should not have to deal with in a relationship on whatever level that means. Right. Like, girl, you shouldn't have to deal with that. Or you shouldn't have to deal with this. And, mm-hmm. and I think personally, that's the biggest threat to women keeping those situations intact. And I'm not saying like, you got to deal with um, a dude's, a, a dude's bullshit. He cheating on, you know, all type of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's just more, if it, it feels like uh, I'm not going to say feels, it, it seems like the loudest, Women are the ones who are promoting the, the the thing of women not needing men. And I'm not saying you do or you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that when you're in a relationship and you're building something with someone, you do build a need there mm-hmm. to, to some capacity, not like a crippling mm-hmm. need. Like, oh, if you left tomorrow, I won't be all right. You know, right. But you do build some type of, of bond to where you're leaning on each other for stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So there is a need. That's a need. That's a requirement. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think the the one of the biggest threats to that is other women, whether they're single or not. Mm-hmm. I I, I would I would agree with that, and and I would also say, you know, I'm definitely not one of those women that says I don't need a nigga. Cause I I mean I do. Let me let me say I I want I want one. <laughs> <laughs> I want a consistent one. I just you know. Like I don't like taking the fucking trash out and shit. Right. I don't like right. washing my car. Like I right. want a nigga to detail my shit every right. two weeks. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Make sure my ties got the tie shine and shit. You know, and I, you know, I, I genuinely want to come home to someone. So, mm-hmm. but I would agree, and and that's where I would say to you know some of my ladies, like you you got to know what your relationship is, right? Everybody's relationship is not the same. You know, and 
if that nigga not abusing you or he just not like outright, just like continuously disrespecting you over, over and over again, relationships are going to go through that ebb and flow. And it's going to go through the ebb and flow because you're two individuals who, who came together as one, right? And you're trying to make, you're trying to make this, 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 you're trying to make this, this system work right together and you're growing together. So this man who I met when we was 25 years old, and now he's a 45, 46 year old man. I've seen him go through various stages of his life, right? When we were together. So I've seen him, and even if that does involve cheating, right? So that's something that you guys have to determine in the beginning of of the relationship. Is cheating a deal breaker? You know what I'm saying? Some Some people may say, yeah, it's a fucking deal breaker. Yeah. Some people say may say, nah, it's not a deal breaker. Depending on how many times you cheat, how many times you cheat. Now, nigga, you can't just be out here just fucking. You get what I'm saying? But <laughs> like, you just out here fucking, nigga. Like, what the fuck? But you know, it. Like, what we, what we doing that at? Like, nigga, fuck. But um, you know, you 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 really have to understand that when you're in a relationship, especially when you start off young, and even when you don't start off young. You are growing at yeah. every year. It's like a state. It's like a. It's like a video game. Yeah. You pass one stage, then you at the next stage. Right. Then you at now you at level three. Now you at level four. Now you at level five. So, my thing is, you gonna make it to level seven with this nigga, or you gonna yeah. not? You not gonna make it there. And right. you have to be. You have to know as women, we have to know which one of our friends are for us. And which mm-hmm. one, you know, which one of our friends aren't. Everybody should not be privy to certain things that deals with your relationship. Everybody right. should not be privy to how your nigga fuck or how your right. nigga ate pussy last night. You know what I'm saying? Some yeah. people should not be privy to how much money your nigga make or how much money y'all bringing together in the household. You know, yeah. some people shouldn't be privy onto the argument that y'all had last night, right. especially especially if you know you're not ready to lead this motherfucker. You just want to vent. And sometimes as women, we just want to vent because y'all piss us off so fucking much. <laughs> we we walking around the house mad as shit. We just want to fucking hit the, punch the shit out of you, but we can't do that. You know what I'm saying? So we may want to call our girlfriend and be like, bitch, tell you what this did last night. So I think it comes to our discernment. We have to discern Mm. who we can really tell this information to. And, you know, I tell women, you have to have like you as women, we have to have support in each other. So you got to determine who your supporters are. And so and those people you should be able to come to and open up to because when you're just dealing with that shit on your own, and I've done that, like, man, that shit will send you into a depression. Yeah. That shit will fuck you up. Right. You know what I'm saying? But when you have, like, true supporters, they'll be like, oh, bitch, I went through that with my nigga last week, and this mm. is what happened. You could, you kind of could piggyback off of, you know, different outcomes, how we could, you know, resolve this issue. Oh, right. bitch, he all right. 
he just feeling some kind of way. He'll be all right tomorrow. This is what you need to do. Cook mm-hmm. him some dinner. Put that motherfucking thong thing on with the, you know, the little, you have little to be more. Thing on. <laughs> <laughs> that thong we thing. Have, we have to be more discerning on who we give this information, who we, who we tell our, our business to, um, because right. every, it's, everybody doesn't deserve that. Yeah, true. Yeah. What you think about this, uh, 50 50 thing you know i'm all, I'm all for the 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 women equality movement the, mm-hmm. the, the, the feminist movement as far as women being equal to men mm-hmm. um when it comes to money and things like that but then mm-hmm. that's that's kind of bled over into the relationship space right mm-hmm. where everything everything is 50 50 right mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. like what what are your thoughts about that i think it's like keeping tally marks mm-hmm Right. So I think that so one, I think if you're if you're living with a significant other, you guys will determine how you split the bills. And if that's right. 50 50, I'm I'm OK with 50 50. Yeah, because we're both working. Right. And we're both taking care of the household together. Right. I, ain't, ain't nothing wrong. So what so what this nigga supposed to go out here and work? And spend all his fucking money on bills. Why, bitch? What you buying Chanel bags and shit with your fucking on? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> right, right. Like that ain't. Yeah. That's not fair. Yeah, that's not fair. Yeah. And and you want to make sure that uh, it's important to make sure that each person is valued in the relationship, right? Mm. And when someone is doing more than the other, somebody is being devalued. Mm. Whether you want to say that shit or not, yeah, it yeah. is what it is. I'm bringing home all the, the money. This bitch bringing home this little bit of money and my house not clean or yeah. vice versa. You get yeah. what I'm saying? So 50-50, I think it's, a, I think it's great. It hold, 50-50 allows everybody to be accountable for their own shit. Right. You know, at the end of the day. But like, if I go out today and I buy, and I see something nice for my man and I buy him, you know, a nice little boss shirt or whatever the fuck, that don't mean you gotta go out tomorrow and buy me something. Sometimes yeah. I think I think it could get a little over exaggerated where people want to do you know keep scoring shit. So but, then it becomes, it becomes competitive, right? Like becomes, you you do you do something for me and I'm gonna outdo for you. Yeah, then you outdo for me and I'm gonna outdo. It becomes a competition of who can do more. Yeah, more. yeah, yeah. And 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 I think that. When it comes to love, right? When it comes to dealing with people, I mean, dealing with your significant other, and when it really comes to love, like when you really love somebody, you just do that shit from your heart because you really, you really fuck with this individual. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, when me and my nigga go, we going out next week. We going to see, you know, Kim and Scooby, or we going to see Bible, we going right. to see whoever, we going to this nice concert and then the dinner. And I want my nigga, I want him to match my motherfucking fly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's that type of thing. But if, let's just say, you know, he comes back later on that night and he just give me a massage. He rub my feet. That's equivalent. That's, yeah. you know, some, some, but some women, you know, some women may be like, oh, well, he got to buy me a, a Gucci bag. Right. Or he got to take me to Maestro's. Hmm. Or he got to take me to Double Eagle. Yeah. Bitch. Take me to Checkers. I want a burger. <laughs> you know what I'm like the fuck, you know. So yeah, yeah. You know, it's a lot of women that that that's the standard for them. They will not deal with a man unless he's paying for everything. They won't even entertain a man. 
So it's definitely refreshing to hear that, you know, there are women who are open to those things. Yeah. I mean, because I think, I think at the end of the day, right. And this is just us as a call. I think we put, we put, we put emphasis on shit that don't matter at the end of the day. Go on the maestros and yeah, the steak tastes good as shit. But at the end of the day, when we get home two days later, that we shitting all of that out. <laughs> right, right. It's gone. We can't, we can't keep it. Right. You can't keep it and say, look, <laughs> look, this is what I got from Maestro's. Yeah, Ain't nobody going to see that shit. I mean, you could do your little video shit while y'all having dinner, right. but it's right. going to go away. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Like, baby, what our 401k look like? Yeah. Like, what, what, what does our future look like? Because none of that shit matters, That's right. right? If if it's two people in the fucking household, none of that shit matter if we both live in paycheck to paycheck. Make it make fucking sense. Right. It makes sense. So I just think as a culture, we just we just got some we just got some shit fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and for me, like I I really want that partner. And and I'm at a stage in my life where I'm I'm on the fence of of marriage, so I don't I don't I don't know if I want to be married or if, if I could just go with a with a life partner. But what my partner looks like, it looks like, you know, us building together and having that that security. You get what I'm saying? That security. So when our kids become of age, we could put some money up for their first home as an as an investment, so they don't have to go pay rent. But. You get what I'm saying? Or if, if we want to, if we want to go in together and, and buy another property or, you know, we want to build this business. So, you know, we got, we got to start looking, looking, looking at things differently yeah. in, instead of, oh yeah, I'm, out, I'm about to go out and stun on these niggas. Right. But wait, before you go and stun on these niggas, did you contribute to your 401k, bitch? <sighs> <laughs> nah, nah, you ain't got no money Look. going to that motherfucker. You ain't starting no shit. Cause that means we can't fucking retire, niggas. Yeah, what the right, fuck is yeah. wrong with you? Right. You know. So. Yeah, but that, well, that's but another that's thing that... that goes back. Go ahead, go ahead, though. No, nah, you got it, Trey. Go ahead. What you gonna say? No, I was gonna, I was gonna say that. That goes back to what we talked about earlier, when um, you gave advice about understanding the experience when, when you're dealing with a man. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to distinguish whether or not he's a person of integrity that's going to prove with his actions versus somebody who's just talking, being a representative. One of those key elements of that is, does he prioritize what he's doing in life? So right. that could mean um, him paying his bills first versus him going out spending money that he he knows he shouldn't be spending. That person, mm-hmm. that particular person, man or woman, doesn't have their priorities in order. So mm-hmm. therefore, that person can't possibly plan for your future because mm-hmm. their actual day-to-day priorities are not in order. Right. So that's something that you can look for in, uh, uh, when you're dating. If you're dealing with somebody that has their priorities in order, meaning that before they do excessive spending or before they do any of the things that they do, their children got clothes on their back. Their mm-hmm. children got food. The mm-hmm. bills are paid. Mm-hmm. The, the, uh, the 401k has been paid and mm-hmm. you have some money in your savings, so on and so forth. But mm-hmm. 
that's that's a good point when and i i just thought about that when you said that yeah and i think i think i think as women sometimes we're scared to ask those questions right to of men like when we first meet them and it ain't like you know it ain't like we got to have the list ready, you know, on the first conversation and run down. So what, so do you contribute to how much money you make? How much, blah, blah, blah. you know, like you gotta have some, you gotta have some suave, right. some suave with that shit. Like you gotta, well, you know, have yeah. a, just have a conversation, a general. And, and even, and even uh, if you're not comfortable, those things are going to happen. So this is what, this is what it is. For example, I'm just going off the top of my head. If a man is, is out with you and he spends the bill bit is three fifty. Mm-hmm. He spends three fifty, and then the following week he asks you money. He asks you for fifty dollars for a phone bill. His mm-hmm. priorities are not in order. It's just that simple. All you have to do is pay attention. You don't even have to ask the question. Those things will will gradually come to play as you deal with the person. Mm-hmm. It, it will be, it, and it doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. I'm just being extreme. He doesn't have to ask you for the money. But right. as you deal with him, the more time you spend with him, you're going to see that things are kind of everywhere. It's not to mm-hmm. say that the person is a bad person. It's not to say that the person can't be um, the one for you. But mm-hmm. that's something that the significant other will need to worry about when you start falling in love and really start saying, okay, we're going to be together. We want to plan for a future, so on and mm-hmm. so forth. Yeah. I think, I think we have to, we really have to determine what's best for our future. Us and, you know, what's best for us now. And then what's, what's, what's best for us in the future. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes as women, we get so caught up in, well, I'm just tired of being alone. I'm tired of being lonely. And so we want to, we want to grasp onto the first, you know, the first thing we see or the first thing we feel that sound good, that look good, that yeah. smell good, that feel good. So, you know, we just got, we got to make sure that those rose colored glasses, like we got to put them motherfuckers on slow as shit. You know what I'm saying? Because once we put them on and once we start looking at them, like clear, you know, looking through those rose colored glasses, it'll take us a minute to like really snap out of that shit. By that time, right. we don't pay for that nigga rent. <laughs> we don't pay that nigga rent for a whole year. Right. right. <laughs> you know yeah. Yeah. He got groceries and shit, and you're like, damn. <laughs> that nigga done got, he ain't got Kiki over there. Kiki yeah. still love him. Yeah, she love him. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> she over there. This nigga was paid up. You know, got food and shit in his refrigerator. Like, oh. <laughs> so I say two things. One, you you say that you like women don't want to ask those kind of questions at first. Like, do you have a full one k? What are your mm-hmm. priorities? I, mm-hmm. I honestly, I think I think women need to ask those kind of questions up front and first because I think only certain kind of men are going to respond to those kind of questions a certain kind of way. Right. Mm-hmm. If if a, if a man finds you interesting and he and he really wants to get to know you and he is doing those things, he's going to tell you. He might be like, "Oh, that's a wild question. I've never heard a woman ask me that question." Mm-hmm. You know, this like just meeting them. But mm-hmm. yes, I do have this, and yes, I do have that. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I think asking questions that most women don't will have you looking different to the right kind of man. Right. You know because. 
I mean, I'm not gonna say all women look the same, but I'm gonna say that the the loudest ones yeah. look <laughs> look just like the good ones. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. And I think mm-hmm. to to differentiate yourselves from looking like the other ones, you need to ask those kind of questions. That that's a different question than how much money do you make a year, right? Are, right. are you do you have a retirement plan? Do you have a 401k? That's a completely different kind of question. Mm-hmm. Because every every responsible adult should have that to some capacity. To some I'm not, capacity. I'm not saying you know the money in is going to be equal, but you mm-hmm. should be planning for that to mm-hmm. you know at some level, right? Mm-hmm. And then the 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 piece about the responsibility thing, we we live in an age of, of show. If you gave most people, if you gave them a choice of being rich beyond means you could have all the money you ever wanted but you could not tell anyone mm-hmm. and you could not show anyone people would not choose it right because people have to be seen you know what i'm saying and mm-hmm. and, and, that, mm-hmm. and that's the dangerous place where we are in our culture is mm-hmm. we so worried about being seen to have things right. that we don't really need because to us it means something to the culture it means something to have a certain kind of thing, to have a certain right. kind of name on, to go to a certain kind of place. And you broke as shit. And you broke as shit. But it looked good. Mm-hmm. On, you know, on your social media feed, it looked it looked nice. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's what seems to matter now. It like the the um the look of it seems to be more important than the reality of it. Mm-hmm. But it but, but dub it, it comes back from it it, it stems from us never having anything, right? And so now that we could we could quote unquote do the things that we need to do to get the to get these you know like designer or expensive things or you know the floss whatever, right? And so it is a, it is a impoverished mentality. It's and and it's unfortunately for our culture. You know, it's just, it's so bad because it's it's something that I feel like we'll, we'll really never be able to overcome because we're not trying to understand and overcome it. You get what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like we're doing anything for, you know, for designer shit or to, to floss on the gram or, you know, because we want this fame, right? We want this instant gratification. We want this instant notoriety we want to be somebody bad because that's going to feed our families that's going to put food on our plate but you know at the end of the day we don't we don't understand that that silence when you move in silence you know that shit and 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 we so i I don't know we're just so we just lack (laughs) We just lack the, the the education. If you look at different cultures, right, and you see like, oh, there's like eight different families. They bought a house, mm-hmm. but it's eight different families in one house. And we might look at that shit and be like, the fuck? Yeah. Not living with 14 <laughs> people in one fucking house? Right. But they stacking their bread so that this family could buy a house, yeah. the next family could buy a house. The next family, they done bought the whole fucking block. They done bought all of Landover, Maryland. One <laughs> fucking family. You understand what I'm saying? 
Right. <laughs> and we still, <laughs> where we at? We still in the fucking project somewhere. Yeah. You get what yeah. I'm saying? I do. I, I think, I think culturally, um, we lack the self love to be okay with not being seen um, as a certain kind of way. And, and right. don't like, I, and I don't want, you know, y- y'all or the people that's listening um, to misunderstand what I'm saying. Like, there's nothing wrong with buying designer clothing. There's nothing wrong with treating mm-hmm. yourself to things. I like nice things. You should like nice things. That's why they make them. They make nice things so that you can wear and have nice things. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's about prioritizing. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that's what Lady Emma is saying. That's what Lady Mo is saying. She's saying, have your 401k. Make sure mm-hmm. your bills are paid. Make sure you mm-hmm. got stuff to save. Make sure your family's taken care of. Make sure your mm-hmm. kids is fly. Make mm-hmm. sure everything's in order. And then we can go eat that $350 dinner. And we can go buy right. this. And we can go do right. that. Right. Just that's it. That's it. And that's all. And this is the this is the thing. This is the shit that pisses me off with y'all motherfuckers too sometimes. Because, <laughs> because even if y'all don't have everything in order, right? Y'all, y'all y'all run across a bad bitch and she'll help you get the shit in order. She she'll give you she'll give you the, the tools that you need. Right. To take off, to do to do what it is you need to do. You remember? Because remember when I said, like, you know, I mean, they got incarcerated. So while they was incarcerated, we was out here learning. We was learning different shit. We was getting degrees. Uh-huh. We was learning how to build these businesses. We was learning how to get this money. Right. So some shit we learned on the back end. Now we could be of, of service to our men because at the end of the day, on some real shit, although we battle against each other, man, we just want to see y'all. We want to see y'all take the fuck off. We want to see y'all grow. We want y'all to be the fucking nigga. Like, we want y'all to be that nigga. That nigga. So, like, if you see niggas, right, like, prime example, like, if you see a nigga you went to school and you be like, that nigga was a fucking scrub back in the day. Like, ain't no bitches like him. That nigga ain't had no money. He wasn't, he wasn't doing this. He wasn't doing that. And then he get with a bitch, you know, a, a bad bitch. That's like, hey, this how we about to do this. Right. You cut hair, you about to get your LLC. You about to motherfucking open this this barbershop. You about to blah blah blah. You get what I'm saying? And she I start. Do. She I helped do. this nigga make moves. But I, I think that kind of woman today mm-hmm. is hard to find for men mm-hmm. because I think that the loudest women are the ones that want the man to already have it so That's that right. she can so that she can consume it mm. a lot right. of men don't believe a lot of men don't believe that those women exist anymore yeah. even though yeah. we know they do yeah. we know they do but right mm-hmm. i think it's hard to find those women because even even in in a space where there are some women who talk about you know building and we're going to build we're going to build um, so you're talking about, I, I think you're talking about from a level of saying, listen, I think you got potential, um, to be way more than what you see in yourself and we're going to blow up and this mm-hmm. is what we're going to do. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think there's a difference in that and saying, you know, the, the dude, I mean, he got to already make 150 K a year, 200 K a year, and then we're going to build from that. Those are two but, uh, different. Those are two different perspectives. Because if a dude is making two hundred k a year, he don't need your help building. And and that's what I was gonna say. He he probably don't need you at all. Yeah, he don't need your help building nothing. 
uh, I'm sure those women exist like yourself who who have those perspectives, but they are they are the they are not the women that have the voice of the community. The women that right. have the voice of the community are the women that are saying, "Nah, you need to have it now mm-hmm. so that I can consume it. I'm mm-hmm. not going to help you build it. That's right. We, we 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 can build it off of what you got, mm-hmm. but I'm about to spend your money. But to some extent, y'all get y'all give them the, the voice, right? Because usually those type of women are the ones that, you know, you know, no shade, but they they have a, a certain look, right? You know, that's that's usually what y'all y'all want. Y'all want that look, right? And so is that, do you do you the, think we want what what look is that specifically? I would like to know what that means. When you say we have a look that we want and we and we give them the voice. Elaborate on that for me. The look that's out now. You got the, you know, fat ass, tiny waist, nice, you know, nice voluptuous titties, you know, the you think the men long... you think you think men ask for that? Or do you think women do that in competition with other women? I don't I, I don't think... know a lot of men who I don't know a lot of men who prefer the BBLs versus a natural woman. Hmm. Really? I'm just asking. I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's a little bit of both. Okay. I think I think I think that women, yes, in some in some aspects, we do it for each other, and you know, it's it's like a weird, Mm -hmm. almost like a weird competition thing, so to speak, right? Um, Mm -hmm. and sometimes sometimes it is general is it is generally because. You know, there is there is an insecurity. Right. You know, so. Right. And and I, and I say that because, again, there's so there's so much variety out here for men. Right. There's so mm-hmm. there's so much it's so much and it's so hard for us when we see you looking on, you know, on Instagram or on Pornhub, wherever the fuck or even in the club. <laughs> and y'all standing back and y'all like, damn, she got a fat ass. And sometimes y'all might not even say that shit, but mm. we could look at y'all's face and we like that nigga like her ass. When we're out, it doesn't have to be said, but we we could we could see we could see that shit. So I'm gonna ask you a question: When y'all out in the clubs and y'all see a bitch walk past y'all, she got a fat ass, mm-hmm. and let's just say y'all single, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all following that fat ass? And be honest, y'all gonna follow it or y'all gonna keep it moving? Yeah, so, I always keep it moving. Per- personally, I keep it moving. That's okay. just that's just who I am. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, this is the thing. I, I see mm-hmm. beautiful women all the time. I see beautiful women with fat asses all the time. Mm-hmm. And I may look at a woman's body and say, damn, if she has a nice body, depending on how that woman looks. But mm-hmm. there's a difference between a man looking at a woman's body and admiring her body versus the woman that I'm at that I'm at home with and I want to build with and the woman I want to marry and the woman I want to have children by, there's Mm -hmm. a difference. So you have to understand that. Yeah, there are, there are men who, who may take it a step further and entertain uh, these women who look like this. But Mm -hmm. I really believe that most men, men, uh, require more than just some fat ass and big titties and Mm -hmm. you know is it hard for a woman to decipher that because you really don't know if you're dating a guy and you see him 
paying a lot of attention to certain things. You know, when you're out being disrespectful, his eyes are wandering and these different type of things. And, and it's starting mm-hmm. to make you feel, make the woman feel insecure. Mm-hmm. So she starts to question herself. What can she do right. better? How can she look better? Um, mm-hmm. Whether it be hair, face, body, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But speaking for the men, and like I said, we, we, you know, maybe in the future we can actually do a poll on that. But I would, mm-hmm. I would go so far to say that just because we're attracted to something doesn't mean that we have to have have that particular thing. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean that we want that particular thing in our home or you know raising our children or building with building a 401k with that particular person mm-hmm. just because a woman is fine doesn't mean anything it's, mm-hmm. it it really it really has to do and I know you understand that but right. I'm just speaking I'm only speaking in regards to the fact that there's a perception that men want that and I and I mm-hmm. truly believe that yes if a woman has some medical issues and she needs to, and she wants to make herself look good and she's doing it for herself by all means, sister do that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But the perception that you need to do it for a man, I would question that. I would, Mm -hmm. I would raise concern and have more calm, you know, and and of course that could, this conversation could go a lot deeper into that, but I I would, Mm -hmm. I would question that motivation, you know, and then when you look at social media and you look at reality shows and you look at things mm-hmm. that's been done in the la- in the last ten years, our society looks drastically different. Not just for women, yeah. but for men too. Yeah. Um. So uh, the last twenty years, you probably wouldn't even be having. We probably wouldn't even be having this conversation. Right. So yeah. you know, I I just would go. F- so far to say that, you know, I don't think that we necessarily give them a voice. I see women say that, hey, these men are paying attention to what's what's happening and and, and how these women are looking. And I mean, mm-hmm. you look at our, some of our, our beautiful entertainers now. I mean, they getting all kinds of things done. Right. So mm-hmm. um, but that does not mean that that man is expecting you or that's your, the, the person or the woman or the wife that they're with to go out and do those things. And guess what? There, you know, there's some men that say, hey, you need to get it together. I need to see this, that, or the other. But, mm-hmm. you know, again, I think it should be done based off of, you know, there's so many medical things that can that can happen and, and you deal right. with and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But for me, I would say that the most of the majority of men aren't necessarily looking for that. But mm-hmm. I, I would I would definitely say that we we are attracted to it, but it doesn't mean yeah. we have to have it. You yeah. know? And there's two categories of wants for men. We know how to separate a, a, a woman that, that we might see and you might say I'm physically attracted to her and you might want her physically. In, in my head, that's the woman who you were describing about being in a club setting, whatever, and she walked by and whether or not you're going to follow her. Right. Right. There's a difference between wanting a woman for her physical attributes and then seeing a woman and saying, I, I think I can actually, you know, build something with this particular woman. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the physical attributes could be completely different. Completely different. Right. Mm-hmm. And, 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 mm-hmm. the, and, th- and those are things that 
I could say men recognize there are women men see and say physically she's physically pleasing to my eyes. But we don't need that to recognize a woman that we would want to build something with. Right. Right. And, And I might be wrong in saying this. I think that sometimes women think that man is both in the same. They see a man who is physics, physically pleasing to her eyes, mm-hmm. but they don't know how to differentiate the difference between him only being physically pleasing and him mm-hmm. being the man that you should build a relationship with. I think men have learned how to separate those two better than women have. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree to some aspect. I definitely would. Agree. And, and, and and Lady Moore, I would also put it, say to that, to that too. All they have to do is apply the same logic that they use themselves. Women mm-hmm. see attractive men all the time. They don't sleep with mm-hmm. attractive men. They yeah, don't sleep true. with every attractive man that they see. Mm-hmm. It's the same concept of thinking. And I know that there are a lot of things that may come into play with that. But essentially, that's just what it is. We see attractive women just like y'all see attractive men. That doesn't right. necessarily mean that we have to have them. or And it doesn't mean that the person that you're with needs to change in that into that particular thing. Right. I agree. Was, this was a great talk. Lady M she, came on and represented. She let us have it. She let us have you know it, y'all. She let us have and, it. And, and, and I hope I did from, right, ladies. And, and we went from kings <laughs> and niggas to bitches to kings. And kings <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> 14 minutes in, we went from kings <laughs> to y'all you know bitch-ass saying? motherfucking kings. <laughs> you know, you know I knew I mean? it. I knew it was coming. <laughs> yeah. but, but, hey, I, I definitely, I definitely enjoyed the conversation. I, I, I enjoyed your point of views. I appreciate you, and uh, stay tuned for more love and hate series episodes. And if you're hey. out there listening, and you think you got something to say, and you got a perspective on anything you heard in this episode or the last one, holler at us, and you could be on on, on the show next. Ultimately, it's to get a better understanding so we can build and so we so we can start buying them houses and 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 uh, and, and and investing into our own people and into our own children. So it's about getting mm-hmm. resolved. But we can't live together if, if we if, if we don't understand each other. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. And just like the last episode, we're gonna end this on a on a positive note. And, and honestly, yep. you been, honestly you've been speaking positive about men throughout this episode. Uh, like really. And, mm-hmm. and uh, so the last episode with, with the fellas, I asked them to end it with, you know, what what they appreciated about women. And mm-hmm. I'm going to end this episode by asking you, uh, what do you appreciate about men? Oh, OK. Let me not just say men, just my black men. My black, my black brothers, kings, and then no, I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just, I appreciate your swag, number one. Like y'all just have a whole different vibe. It's just when y'all walk into the room, it's like, damn, I know they smell good. I ain't even smelled y'all, and I know y'all smell good. <laughs> so I, I, I appreciate, I appreciate your your, your swag. I appreciate your de- determination. You know, I, you by any by any means necessary, you know, you guys are gonna, you know, are gonna are gonna make things happen, you know, for yourself and you know, eventually, you know, for your families and stuff like that. And I just appreciate the the differences that we that we have that we could come together and we could we could have a conversation like this where we may not agree on everything, but we kind of understand it. And I hope moving forward that 
we all can can kind of get on the same page and kind of move past, you know, the differences that we have as men and women, but to understand that we we work we move better as a unit. Like mm-hmm. period. Whatever that looks like. We yeah. we we move we move we move so so much better as a as a unit. And you know, my brothers like I, I respect y'all. Like I y'all y'all some fine men out here in these streets. So I want y'all to keep working on yourselves and keep working on your families and your kids, your sons, your daughters. Like we need y'all. Your the women, like we we really need y'all. We yearning for y'all out here. Like we yearning for y'all to like to really step up and, and hold shit down, you know? So yeah. You heard it, fellas. We out. We out. We out.